roll with another short shifts episode. We have 10 minutes on the clock. We have 10 minutes to talk about a specific hockey topic. And Jeffrey Lavecchio has no idea what I'm going to do right now. He has no idea what the topic is, which makes it even better. So excited to start this one because we do have a really good topic today. Vex, are you ready? Hype. I think you're going to like this one. You're going to get a little heated, a little animated from this one. Okay. And this is actually from a listener. So listeners, if you guys have suggestions, let's go. Ooh, let's hear them. Okay. I love so that. the topic is what do you do as a coach with players who dog it once they make a team? Trout season is over. Now everybody has made their teams or they've got their college commitments. Some of them, uh, all this kind of stuff. What do you do as a coach when that player all of a sudden is dogging it? They're satisfied. I literally call them into the office and tell them, Hey, you're dogging it, Pat. Let's go pick it up. <laughs> like you're, you're Just dogging as simple it. as that. <laughs> literally look him in the eye and be like, and here's the thing too, coaches, you need to, you need to think about, in my opinion, right? You need to think about who am I talking to? How old are they? What is the capacity of their brain? Now, what is the message and their emotional, you know, uh, uh, IQ and stuff like that? Okay. Now, what is the message I'm trying to get across to this player? In this instance, they're dogging it. They're they've they're resting on their laurels. They're they're chilling. You know, they're not putting the extra anymore. Now that they made it. Okay. So the goal is to get them to go back to doing what they need to do to be the best. Right. So you need to like, think about how that kid will handle the conversation because the goal is to change the behavior. It's not to say it, how I want to say it as a coach, that is a little part of it. The other part is how can I say this in a way that this player walks out of my office and is empowered to take charge and take action and move forward and go the direction I want them to go. Cause I know that's what's best for them. Right. Um, so, you know, think about that rather than coming in, making it a scary situation, screaming at them. And obviously maybe there's a time for that with certain players, but, you know, really think about how they are going to respond, how they take things or emotional IQ. Each player's different. You know what that, how that player receives messages best. So I would say that. And then the other part too, is again, working on like player psychology and, and this is true anyways, but telling them, Hey, Johnny, you're a really good player, but guess what? You're not that good. All right. Uh, what are your goals in hockey? Ask the player, what are your goals in hockey? Let them tell you. I make all players tell me, especially when they're doing something that I know is not helping them. What are your goals in hockey? Okay. Your effort today in practice on that's two on ones. You remember when it was a drill to back check all the way and you stood up completely straight legged, looked at me. You knew that I noticed. Remember that? Is that giving everything you can to become a blank college hockey player, junior hockey player, pro hockey player, whatever it is you told me that you want to be, do you think that's the effort that's going to get you to that level? They're going to say no, right? You know, instead of screaming at them, make them internalize it. I think then the message becomes way more powerful and, and it's going to get them to make that behavior change a lot sooner than do it because I said so in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. No question. I think, I want to I want to talk to the kids here for a second because I think that that's really important because this does happen. And you know, it happens at at all different levels. It happens squirts, peewees, bantams, but uh particularly what I want to talk about is is like junior in college 
because the as a former college coach that did a lot of recruiting, the amount of times I saw a kid like get their college commitment and then just stop working, <laughs> you know, really. Like, yeah. Oh God. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's oh, so yep. crazy to me. You didn't see that when you played junior hockey. I I remember well, like Hastings saying, wouldn't let guys slide. Yeah. No, you know, you know, but, after I got the scally, I'm like, okay, now I'm working towards being a college hockey player. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and I had great coaches in junior hockey too, but like, you can just see it with some, some there are great coaches in junior hockey too. Like, but like you can just see it with some guys, like they just become satisfied. They right. just become satisfied with where they're at. And yeah, you know, we just had the um, the podcast with Rutger McGrory, right? And he got drafted in the first round. And what did he talk about? Well, now the work starts. <laughs> right. Now the work starts. Like, I'm not satisfied right. with just being a first round pick. Like, I want to, you know, I want to have a great college season. And then I want to, you know, play in the NHL eventually. And so complacency is a real thing. It's a real thing. So what I would do too is it goes back to what you were saying. Like, if I'm a coach, I'm setting goals with that player. I'm setting goals with that player. And you know, it's, it's a way to get them to get back on the horse because sometimes like when that happens, like, I don't even, sometimes the players like don't realize they're doing it. You know, maybe they, maybe they don't, and they, maybe they just need a, a talking to, maybe they just need a coach to even just bring it up. And that's one thing that you said that I think is really important is like, you have to get to know your players and you have to find out how to coach them because it's not a one size fits all for this explanation. There's not one right. little magic pill that you can do where you can say something or give something to a kid. And all of a sudden they're going to be like, boom, yep. Okay. I'm going to start working hard again. And right. so like really understanding the communication of what those players need and getting to know them, I think will go a long way in, you know, being able to have the upfront and honest conversations like you let off with, you know, because when you do invest in the relationship, then the kid is going to understand that you care. And when they understand that you care, you can be a lot harder on them and, and, you know, pointing out the things that they need to be better at. I love that. It's so true. It's a, it's, for me, that's that's like coaching 101 is, is that message is so massively important. It's not just like how you wanna wanna say it to them. You know, it's you've got to build, you gotta have a relationship with them before. Well, I mean, if it's an if they just made the team, then they they let down. Maybe you haven't built that rapport yet, but you know, it's so important getting to know the player. Um, because when you get to know the player, you know what makes them tick and you know how they'll respond to different circumstances. And then you can, and I'm not saying baby anybody. That's not what I'm saying here. I'm not saying treat everybody with kid gloves. That, that's not correct at all. Um, I absolutely hate that. Um, but you know how and, and ways to structure your sentences and things like that in ways that they're going to receive them better, you know, and just, and just, it's going to, the better they receive the message, the more they're going to run the direction that you want them to go, which we know is going to help them the most. For sure. For sure. And I have two things to add to that. One is something I learned from you. And I know this is something that you do a lot and that's praise the people that are working hard. Yeah. You know, praise the I people was gonna who say are working too. hard. And yep. you know, that goes a long way because all of a sudden this, you know, this player, you know, he's they're they're high because they made the team and blah 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 that's that's a piece of praise for them you know and so they're feeling pretty good and then when they stop getting that because they're not working hard like now as a coach like reward people who put in the effort right and praise them in practice and talk about their effort and when that person all of a sudden is not getting that praise anymore they'll be like oh 
I don't know. Maybe I should start working a little bit harder. And then the other thing too, John Wooden, one of the top coaches ever of all time in any sport. If you haven't read John Wooden and you're a coach, you need to. Uh, 10 national championships in NCAA basketball in 12 years, record that will never be broken. Um, One of the things that he said is that the bench is my best friend. The bench is my best friend. So if, you know, a, a player isn't putting in the effort and isn't putting in the work, then they haven't earned the right to playing time or earn the right to have certain roles on the team. And you can, you can tell them that and be at the end of the day, like set the standards, be consistent with consistent with that as, as a coach. And you know, if, if it comes to it, man, like ice time is the only thing you can control as a coach. And so if you got players dogging it because they're complacent, because they made a team or they got a commitment or whatever it may be. And we're talking, you know, the youngest of levels all the way to the top, like, um, use the bench, man, use the bench. Yes. A hundred percent. And, you know, I think your messaging, you have to tell them why too, you know, yeah, you gotta, you know, like you you don't just bench them. You gotta tell them, Hey, guess what? Little Johnny, like that effort is not what makes it on this team because I care about you. I'm not going to let you get away with that. I'm, I'm not going to let you get away with that little of effort because you're hurting yourself. You're hurting your team. You're not getting any better with that effort. So you're going to sit on the bench for the next two shifts or the full first period, because I know that you have more in you. And I want you to show me that in the second period, how much more does that speech speak to the kid and make them feel better to, where they're not going to make a mistake and they're not scared to go out there and play and they're not pissed off and they don't hate you versus Johnny, you, you've been sucking lately sitting the whole first period. <laughs> like it's a, it's a big difference. It's, it's the same message. And I guarantee you one of those is accepted by way more people in a more powerful way that gets them to have that change of behavior we're looking for, which is the ultimate goal. Yep, absolutely. And I think that is about time for us. Three, two, two, share the show. Share the show. <laughs>